Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Listening to Popcorn Podcast with Liam Tim. And this week we're going to talk about the Mel Gibson Vince Bourne film Dragged Across Concrete, and there's lots of Disney news. Let's get into it. Okay, so this week we saw Dragged Across Concrete, which stars Mel Gibson and Vince Bourne, mm-hmm. and it's about two overzealous cops who get suspended from the force and they must delve into the criminal underworld to get proper compensation. So basically it's two cops going rogue. Yeah. Except I don't know if that's what it was about. No, it wasn't. If you look at the little byline of what the film is, which you just read, I'm kind Mm. of like confused Mm. because I didn't really sense that. Yeah. At all. This movie was, it was very strange in its premise and Mm. how its characters got into its situation, didn't Mm. you find? Yeah. I mean, I found... I also found really strange that Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn and even Don Johnson Mm. are the headliners, yet Tori Kittles seems to be the main star. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. And you wouldn't know who that is, and it barely touches on his backstory, but Mm. somehow I think he was supposed to be the central character. Mm. But It didn't come across right. It didn't come across. They were were kind of weaving in all these different subplots into the underlying kind of uh, third act, which... Mm -hmm took almost an hour and 45 minutes to get there. Yeah. This movie was two hours and 40 minutes long. Which I think was about 40 minutes too long. Oh, you felt like you were in the stakeout with them for hours. That is such a good analogy because I was trying to think about what it 
Mm. felt like and that's exactly what it felt like it felt like you were on a long boring stakeout yeah not to compare this movie with once upon a time in hollywood but you know tarantino takes his time with scenes Mm. and moments and really lays them out Mm. that's what i felt this movie was trying to do Mm. but there was nothing interesting within those pages of script that kept your interest or you wanted to kind of hold your breath and wait to see where it was going. It was just empty space. Yeah, and for an action film, there was not a lot of action. I wouldn't call it an action film at all. the very brief amount of action there was felt gratuitous Mm. and unnecessary. Yeah, it was. Don't you think? Yeah, it was kind of all of a sudden... Like they introduced, they introduced a character, made her very, or tried to make her very sympathetic, and then immediately killed her off. That was so strange. I'm kind of yeah. thinking who you were talking about, mm. and I thought, oh, that's a familiar face. This yeah. is going to be an intro, like because they paved her out to be like this quite a. She was a mother mm. who was returning to work, having mm. just had a child, and she was really struggling with that. Mm. When she would go back, she wanted to mm. see a baby one more time, blah, blah, blah. And I knew straight away that she was going to be walking into, on her first day back, she's yeah. going to be walking. It was very cliched. A very. lot of things that happened in this film were very cliched. Cliched mm. characters. Mm. It felt kind of racist. Very. Too. Super racist. Mm-hmm. And as I said, the actors just looked bored. What did you feel about the relationship between... Um, Mel Gibson's character and Vince Vaughn because they tried to make you believe that they were in it till the end together which is why they kind of brought Mel brought him into Mm. the fold of what he was trying to do which also sorry this is a loaded Mm. question didn't believe a thing why would he put himself in that situation Mm. I didn't feel like he was dire straits no it was kind of really glazed over yeah and that his partner would be a part of that Mm. There was no, Just there was no weird. It's for a movie that had so much setup. Mm. It was not the right kind of setup. No. They didn't set things up properly. That's what I found very strange. So despite the long runtime, the subplots were not given the right treatment. No, no. And I feel like some of the subplots were really interesting, and I wanted to delve further into that. Mm. But there was really no substance to them in the end. Yeah. So the pacing was completely. The pacing off. was all over the shop, mm. and the two hours and forty minutes. Give me a break. This movie did not yeah. need to be that long. I wonder, I mean, it had the, I feel like it had the bones of a good story. It's written and directed by S. Craig Zala, who um, I've read a little bit about him, and he's very passionate about writing. He's a very passionate writer. He's one of those people who, you know, hold down a day job, but try to write movies in their spare time because they absolutely love it, but just uh-huh. can't really get their films made in Hollywood. So he's had a couple made. The most notable one was Bone Tomahawk, starring Kurt Russell. So yeah. he gets some big names in his films. And that was his first film. I don't know if that was his first film. It's his first biggish right, okay. one. So he has the bones of a decent story, but perhaps dialogue is not his strong suit because the dialogue felt very unnatural. It did, and very and stilted. Mm. And I didn't know if it was a choice of how, especially Mel Gibson was playing his character. Mm. The weirdest thing about him and the choices, whether this was, it's a writing choice, he would talk in percentages, mm. like 50% chance of that we'll get out of mm. this or whatever. Mm. And it just, it was, he kept doing it and yeah. I thought is this is there an in joke here is there a joke I'm missing yeah because it, it was so bizarre it's like it's a, it's a character quirk that they've made the choice to do that yeah but too often but they've... then not pulled it off again no. again I think it's that this, this writer director probably loves dialogue mm. but doesn't quite know how to pull it off I know you need to suspend belief in films but this one mm. tried to ground itself in gritty reality mm. if, if you agree with me mm, however yep. there's one bug that I have with movies where people are following each other mm. and they don't know that they're being followed. 
and you know, Mel Gibson was behind the wheel. He was screeching. He was around screeching around. Yeah. He was like, they would turn off the freeway. He would screech off the freeway, and then and we're meant to believe they didn't notice him yeah. do that. What, what about when they're over a medium strip? Over a medium strip, <laughs> over dirt, bounces around. His car's loud as fuck. Like I'm like, <laughs> they saw, they would have seen you do that. That's not normal movement. That when you would pick that up in the rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like. Come on, what are you trying to be realistic here? Mm. Because the things that you are doing, sorry, the choices that mm. the filmmakers are making here, I wasn't believing it. And I found the bad guy was really a bad guy, the villain of the piece, the you know, the mm. mercenary, I guess he was. I found him quite compelling to begin with because I was like, who is this? I know. What's but then they never ever explained. And also, I couldn't tell you which one he was no. once they all got in the van because they all looked the same. I thought, which is that sick fuck that we've seen in previous scenes where he yeah, just, you know, people. shoots people yeah. and I loved how he spoke. Yeah. I love what he did. Like every, I thought that was the most compelling part of the movie and then they just never went into never it. went anywhere no. with it. Glad you brought that up because um I thought this movie was going to be rescued by that character. Mm. And- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And then, just like with everything else, it just fell to the wayside with a big, loud thud. Yeah. Real real shame, actually. It is a real shame. Yeah. So, how would you give it out of Oh, I'd popcorn? probably give this one a two. I'd go one. Oh, I'm wow, going okay. one. All right. It's my first one star. I thought it was twice as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not saying That's not anything. saying much, yeah. No, one popcorn kernel for okay. sure. Wow. All right. This is your lowest. That is my lowest yeah. kernel. It's barely even popped, too. <laughs> Let's, let's, move, let's move on to other big new releases of this week on August 29. Yeah, a few. Um, and we've mentioned these over the last few weeks mm. in upcoming when we talk trailers and whatever. So mm. we have uh, the Australian film The Nightingale, The Kitchen, and the biopic of Amazing Aretha, Grace. Uh, yeah, Amazing Grace, Aretha Franklin. So that they all came out August 29th. Yeah, The Nightingale's quite a confronting movie. Mm. It's been quite confronting for audiences. Some people have walked out, I think, because mm. it's so... It focuses on the horrors of Australian colonisation. Yeah. It's about an Irish woman who goes hell-bent on revenge and chases a British soldier through the Australian bush with the help of an Aboriginal tracker who's mm. also been through trauma. Yeah. So it's quite a traumatic look at Australia's history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, full on. And The Kitchen. I'm hearing mixed reviews mm. of The Kitchen mm. since it's been dropped in this market. Mm. I'm We're- seeing it in a couple of days, so... We'll wait to see what I thought. Mm-hmm. We've said that it's a very similar concept to Widows. Yeah, pretty much verbatim. Yeah, with some comedy actors in it. Mm. Which is sometimes can be a bit tricky mm. to make comedy work in those sorts of stories. So in the last episode, 
it went up just before Disney released this no. cavalcade of news. So yeah. we have to talk about it briefly now. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> uh, the list is, goes over to the second page on yeah. our podcast on paper. Um, this is I your guess, time to shine. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Indulge us as we go to town on Disney here. Mm. Um, we did mention in the last podcast that Kit Harrington, who is very well known to playing Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, in Game of Thrones uh, he was cast in an unknown Marvel film and we thought it was going to be maybe Doctor Strange or whatever, mm. but it turns out he's been cast as the Black Knight in The Eternals. So yeah, he didn't come up on stage with all the other actors. Uh, they, they announced all the Eternals mm. cast on stage and they had all this concept art and character looks revealed behind them. It looked mm-hmm. really, really cool. But he was kind of announced as cast in the Eternals like a day or two after the D23 so it seems yeah. to me that they were still you know the ink wasn't dry on the contract yeah. I guess mm-hmm. um, as these things play out we finally got confirmation that Black Panther 2 is coming in May 22 mm-hmm. and director Ryan Coogler is returning and he said we are not taking our time we are wanting to get it right because we're so kind we're of thinking not taking our time no because if you think about Black Panther came out in February 2018 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so this is four years after so we is taking his time. Well, they're not taking their time. They're mm. waiting to get it right. Oh, I see. Okay. So they want to get the story right, mm. get all the pieces together. So he's like, we're not sitting on our hands. We're right. working hard. To working get it right. hard to get it right because okay. there's a lot of pressure mm. on the sequel to Black Panther. That film was an absolute worldwide phenomenon, especially yep. in the US. Yep. So they've got a lot to live up to. Mm. In May 2022 is when we're expecting to see that one drop. The big star of the show was Star Wars big star of the show yeah the rise of skywalker trailer we finally got a trailer and everybody's losing their minds mm. over ray's double-bladed lightsaber yeah, dark lightsaber. ray yeah is she going to turn to the dark side well i mean it's obviously misdirection but it doesn't mean totally. you shouldn't get excited about it let's no. let's get excited about it yeah. let's throw those theories around and get really into how, it how do you feel about the trailer because it was a it was over two minutes or whatever mm. but majority of it was a highlights package of all mm. the other eight films within the Skywalker saga. Well, I mean, this is the end of an era as Mm. well, like Avengers Endgame. This Mm. is a big deal. It's a massive deal. Mm. So it's going to be a lot of pressure on them to get it right. I I feel like this trailer Mm. would have been well, more well served as being the first trailer they released the other month that, as a like teaser. A highlights reel, yeah. Because I think I liked the teaser trailer better, the mm. one that we've already seen. I'm not, I'm not sure if you can call this a trailer, though, because no. it's it just footage released it for marketing purposes, yeah. really. I don't, I'm not sure it's an official trailer, but... We have no idea what the film is about. There's no plot. No. And any new characters aren't particularly known no. what, who they are or what, what they're doing. So we've got some glimpses. There's a lot of mystery. Some, yeah. But yeah, the Dark Ray thing is what everyone's latching on to. Yeah. We will see. They they also Disney also released a Rise of Skywalker poster, right. and it features Palpatine mm. within the context of. So they're bringing him back again. Yeah, mm. bringing him back again in the teaser trailer. They you heard him his cackle mm. right at the end, and that made every fanboy explode. Yeah, and so now we kind of have the visual confirmation that in some way he's going to be involved yep. in the in the final mm. chapter in this movie. Yeah. How? I don't know, because he did die in Return mm, of the Jedi. Say, yeah. No one's really ever dead, are they? No. I was quite excited to see the first look of Emma Stone as Cruella DeVille. Yeah. Because I wasn't convinced as in that casting. Um, she looks fantastic, but also the first look, it looked like a fashion advert. It looked like an <laughs> advert for Valentino or something. <laughs> really, like you turn the pages of Vogue and, oh, wow. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it Or it's an album cover for her explicit <laughs> album. <laughs> 
lots of swearing. The thing is, um, I'm so glad that we got a first look, hmm. but we have to wait another three years for this movie. For some <laughs> reason, it's coming out in 2022, yeah. which is a real shame. I wonder why. They've got to get it right. They've got to take their time getting things right now because Disney are pumping out so much so mm. quickly. And also, they have such a packed schedule now that they've joined True. with Fox. Yeah. They're having to fit in all these movies that have been planned. Yeah, they're not and, in, in competition. They're in yeah, cohorts. Yeah, yeah, and they don't want to oversaturate the market. That's a very good point. Mm. Well, they are oversaturating the market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they, they're aware of that. Yeah, I guess, yeah, to your point, they're trying to find the right slot for it. Yeah, so we've got a Black Widow poster reveal as well and some first footage yeah. of that, which is excellent. Yeah. Can't wait to see this one. Yeah, well, the, the footage is limited. Mm, it's a lot of fighting. Yeah, a lot of fighting. And the poster is basically just one red poster with mm. kind of the standard, you know, vector of mm. triangle of characters, you know, boom, boom, boom. But it behind. does feature the Black Widow symbol yeah. very prominently, which mm. we haven't really seen before. No, th- this movie is probably four years too late. Mm. However, there's a reason why it's being made. Mm. And... I'm very curious to understand how it fits into the fold of Phase mm. 4 because it's kicking off Phase 4 yeah. of the MCU. So um, waiting to find out a little bit more detail mm-hmm. to uh, figure that out. So it wasn't all Marvel and Star Wars. Mm. Uh, Disney did very excitedly talk in more detail about some of their animation lineup. Mm. The last few years from Pixar have really been dominated by sequels, so they've turned out... Toy Story 4, Incredibles 2, Cars 3. So they were kind of leaning a lot on established IP and now they're kind of going into the space that they really are adored and and so good at doing, mm. which is original stories. And so they, they highlighted two. So there was one that we've kind of been aware of. It's coming out in March 2020 called Onward. And that's about two brothers who, who quest through a once magical land to use a spell that brings their dead father back to life. Mm. And we saw several minutes of the movie. They revealed several minutes of the movie in the D23 exhibition and everyone was kind of raving about it. And that stars um, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Mm. Uh, as the voice actors in that. Mm -hmm. And then later next year, Pixar will be releasing uh, a film called Soul. And that's about a a middle school jazz teacher who's voiced by Jamie Foxx. And he somehow becomes separated from his soul. Mm -hmm. So another soul who's voiced by Tina Fey, love her. And she steps in to help his soul and his body reunite. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is, uh, I'm feeling flavors of inside out, Mm -hmm. I guess, about going inward and people, you know, into the mind, into the soul of the body, human mm-hmm. condition. I'm probably most excited about that movie from an original story point of view. And this is a new one they've announced, Raya and the Last Dragon. Mm. I haven't heard of this one. No, I had no, I'd not heard of it either. I think it was, there was this gap in the, in the Disney animation schedule that was like mm. TBC, and so they were actually able to announce that. And it's a story of a warrior who must find her country's last dragon and save it. Mm. However, there is no longer a dragon. It's now <clears throat> in human form and needs to be changed into a dragon. So this yeah. feels like a bit of an adventure. Aquafina is one of the voice actors Great. in this movie and she's just going from strength to strength. And speaking of dragons, Mulan, we got new footage from Mulan, but did we see the dragon? No, so Mushu <laughs> Mushu's not in the movie no. apparently. And it's been replaced with there's another oh I can't remember. They're replacing Mushu for something else. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. It's not a good idea. They couldn't figure out how to do it properly. Sure. There'll be I think a, a reason within the story hmm. and the mythos of, of this kind of That's disappointing. Yeah, though. it is disappointing. Yeah, really actually really sad about that. Yeah. What can you do? Oh no no. So outside of Disney 
There is. Movie news outside of Disney. <laughs> Apparently. So Richard Linklater, who directed Boyhood, mm. has announced that he's going to shoot an adaptation of Sondheim musical Merrily We Roll Along over 20 years. <laughs> yeah. The next So he's tying himself up with this for the... Well, maybe not tying himself up, but he'll be working on this solidly for the next 20 yeah. years. I love that he does this. Yeah. I think it's so innovative mm. and I'm really disappointed that he didn't win an Oscar for Boyhood, which he filmed over 12 years because mm. I just love when directors come up with something new, break mm. the mold. And yeah. that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So now he's going to push the mold even further by doing it, doing it over 20 mm. years. This is brilliant because in an age where stories are being told, where technology kind of de-ages people mm. and makeup, which sometimes they don't get right, mm. this one is just going to feel like another really authentic story like Boyhood mm. where you're following characters yeah. who will legitimately age as their characters do within yeah. the story. And I just, I'm really happy that he's going, mm. doing this again and kind of ramping it up, like you said. Yeah. You know, what's, I'll raise you 12 and give you 20 yeah, <laughs> to no, make it's a great. film. It's brilliant. So Aaron Sorkin's next project, The Trial of the Chicago 7, or Chicago 7 for short, has already announced a pretty robust cast. It's insane. So we've got Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, and new cast announcements in Franklin Geller, or Franklin Geller, mm. uh, and Mark Rylance. Uh, yeah. th this film was originally, it's been kind of in development, maybe hell, if mm. you will. Uh, Steven Spielberg was once attached, um, attached to mm. direct, and I think also Paul Greengrass was as well, but then the studio and him couldn't mm. settle on a budget and his movies he spends a small fortune on his movies mm. as well thinking the Bourne franchise yeah. but yeah so this is uh, I love Aaron Sorkin it'll be his follow up from um, Molly's Game which starred Jessica Chastain yeah. so I'm really keen to see his next foray into cinema that was some pretty exciting news yeah. I must say but there was some pretty exciting trailers as well a lot of very exciting trailers probably well there's two I'm most excited yeah. about which ones are they uh, Joker so we, we got a bit more of a look in to how this movie might play out. I'm very excited by Joaquin Phoenix's oh. iteration of the Joker. It looks very uncomfortable and really? it's going to be really confronting, but it's just less cartoon-like, less mm. comic book-like and Absolutely. more gritty. And I, I'm just super excited to see mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. He is just so... He just encompasses a character and a role. And mm. in this two-and-a-half-minute trailer you really felt for him, mm. you know, when he was really struggling and putting up with all the shit that gets thrown his way. But by the same token, when he started to turn, mm. he was terrifying. Yeah, absolutely You could terrifying. see, but not outright hit you over the head terrifying. Mm. It was very subtle, but mm. you could see it brewing within him. I just, yeah. yeah, I can't wait for this to play out on screen and yeah. to follow all the beats of how he ends up in that place hmm. mentally and physically as the Joker. Yep. And that's coming out in a few months, actually, not too far away. Yeah. Uh, Lucy in the Sky, I'm quite excited about as well. Mm. The release date for this is unknown. It's been kicking around for a while this year. It's meant to be coming out sometime this year, but they haven't locked in a date yet, which I'm not sure why. It's maybe not getting the excitement around it as maybe mm. the Brad Pitt Ad Astra film. Yeah. Because it's a space film as well. Maybe, maybe they want to keep them far away from each other. They're trying to figure out where to slot it in, but... I'm actually more excited about Lucy in the Sky than I am about Ad Astra. It mm. stars Natalie Portman as a woman who's been into space and how that mentally affects her. You know, whether she's really mm. present on Earth anymore or mm. she wants to get back up there or whether, you know, how it affects her family life. And I'm just really fascinated by it. Yeah. The new trailer really offers you a lot more than the teaser. Mm. It seems like quite a journey that she goes on. So I think this will be a real career highlight for her. Mm. I'm feeling good vibes. 
So one film that I know you're really excited about is Terminator Dark Fate, which comes out on October 31. <sighs> so excited. <laughs> get those um, energy levels I up. just get ramping up to talk about this trailer. Mm. We got a little teaser a few months ago, which didn't mm. really reveal much, but it just kind of got you excited. Mm -hmm. And this one really does delve into, um, it's basically the Linda Hamilton show, I felt, this trailer. It which is really, what the people want. Give oh, the people what they want. We want it. Mm. Anyway, I'm just kind of a little bit scat about this movie because it's, so, it's exciting me mm. so much. One thing I will point out, that you know, this trailer is very action heavy, mm -hmm. but often when trailers are released, the, the effects aren't quite what you will see mm. in, in the cinema. They're still working on them, finessing them. So everyone needs to calm down. There seems to be a few shot effect shots in here that aren't quite as sharp as mm. they will be, but it's definitely not going to disappoint in the action sense. They do bring into the photo of the trailer right to the end, Arnie. I'm not really sure how involved he's going to be. Like, what do you think the, the banter between him and Sarah Connor it's fun to see the interaction between mm. him and Sarah Connor, but I'm a bit hesitant. I don't want it to turn into a, like a reluctant buddy cop comedy kind of sure. thing where it's like, you know, she says in the trailer, after this is over, I am going to kill you or something yeah. similar. And I just sort of groaned a bit internally. Mm. Like, Which, we have to work together, but then yeah. I still hate you. Yeah. Like, it just felt a bit... Mm bit much yeah but yeah really keen to understand how the time travel thing plays into this yeah. why arnie he, well he's mm. an old actor mm. he's he looks old yeah also something that i'm really disappointed that they revealed in the trailer mm. was sarah connor saying i'll be back yeah which was a big like mic drop moment almost literally because she drops a grenade and explodes and yeah. says i'll be back i'm just like yeah secretly like dying inside of excitement we but would have liked to have seen that in absolutely the film. absolutely yeah. i hope there's enough great golden moments in mm. the film that we won't see in the trailer well we are they are still holding back edward furlong they as are. john connor That's he's right. meant to be in this so maybe that will be a big reveal or maybe it'll just be a quick cameo. Well, if it was meant to be a big reveal, then why do we know he's in it? I yeah. would have liked to have gone in as well, not yeah. knowing. Anyway, look, I love the trailer. Mm. Did you like, it's, yes, it's I'm very excited. Be, yeah, yeah, very excited. So. And I'm also really excited by the, um, the bad Terminator. Mm. You know, that, that character has to be really terrifying. And I feel like mm. in the sequels that have happened since the second one, the yeah. ones that we're ignoring for this yeah. film. So they don't play into the canon anymore. Yeah, they weren't as terrifying as first. So this guy does True. look really terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like unstoppable and terrifying. Which is what they're meant to be. Yes, Terminator's exactly. meant to be completely unstoppable. Yeah, very exciting. Mm, very. <laughs> Coming on October 31. What's coming next week on September 5th? Uh, we've got three releases. Mm -hmm. Probably the biggest one to talk about is It Chapter 2. Yes. You know, I'll be there opening night uh, in the sold-out cinema. I will also be there, yes. Keeping my shit together. Yes. I think that the, the biggest challenge that this film has is to, one, live up to the expectations mm -hmm. of the first film, mm -hmm. which really did capture audiences and made about $700 million around mm. the world. Yeah. But, it, you know, this is a thriller slash horror, whatever. Mm. The runtime's two hours and 45 minutes. So I'm hoping that they really will be able to hold the tension and hold your attention mm. as we kind of sit through this, what I feel is going to be a bit yeah. of an exhausting marathon of these characters going yeah. through this trauma again. Well, the one thing they have on their side in that sense is the incredible cast. They've got James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader. Amazing. I could go on and on and on, like yeah. this amazing cast which I think is going to go a long way to making this a success. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll certainly carry the film. They've yeah. got the chops to do it. There's also The Farewell starring Aquafina, who we mention a lot. She's mm -hmm. doing a lot of great things, a lot of good film. It's about a Chinese family who discovers their grandmother only has a short while left to live, mm -hmm. but they decide to keep her in the dark. 
and instead schedule a wedding and get everyone together mm. on the sly. Yeah, it looks like quite an emotional ride. My yeah. friend Sarah saw it this week and raved about it, oh, how great. incredible it was, how emotional it was, mm-hmm. and really go out and see this movie. I think it's going to be one to remember. And we've got Anna, which is... Uh, Luc Besson's new film. I just love the way you say that, director. Uh, am right? I saying it right? I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> um, it's starring Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren, Cillian Murphy, and Luke Evans yeah. uh, amongst a, a long cast. And this kind of explores uh, Anna, you know, she's strikingly beautiful, but within that lies a secret that will unleash her indelible strength and skill to become one of the world's most feared government assassins. Now, that's a copy and paste, but it just sounds a little bit overzealous. It's hard to actually say. I struggled. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a great action filmmaker, but I feel like he's a very hit and miss storyteller. Yeah. Fifth Element was great, but then he did that awful movie, Lucy, with Scarlett Johansson. But the Fifth Element was like 22 years ago, so you can't really base your success as a director on one film from 97. I think this one feels like an Atomic Blonde knockoff, or a Mm. cross between Atomic Blonde and Hannah, the Young Assassin. I liked Hannah. That starred Kate Blanchett. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it feels like a bit of an atomic blonde knockoff, but there's some great fight sequences in there. The action yeah. was really good. A bit of a mix of release. You've got a horror thriller, uh, a drama, comedy, mm. dramedy, I guess, and an action film ripoff. <laughs> lots, lots coming out. So that's it for this week. We had Dragged Across Concrete, which mm. made us feel like we were dragged across our living rooms, unfortunately. But if you like Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn, who Vince Vaughn was surprisingly good. He was. He was probably the best part of the film. Yeah. And that's yeah. often not what you kind of get from Vince Vaughn, yeah. but he was a surprise, actually. So if you want to see it, there's enough there to maybe keep you sustained, but is just enough good enough? I don't think so. No, not not for this um experience i don't think so either but anyway lots of news lots of (laughs) disney news lots of trailers september is going to be a huge month massive so please get on our socials popcorn podcast on instagram rate and review the podcast if you feel like it if you like what you hear we we really appreciate it and i'll probably see at the movies because i'll be living there there's so many movies coming out so So many uh, good things yeah (laughs) thanks for listening guys thanks guys Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.